right. Welcome in, hockey fans in the desert southwest. It's a Monday night, so you know what that means, folks. It's another Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. And uh, my co-host, Zach Bondrant, joining us from uh, Chandler, Arizona. So we're about 25, 30 miles apart, but with this great technology that we have, we're able to connect. And Zach, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Well, you're sounding good. I know I've been working you crazy he, uh, to uh, build this <laughs> website, but what a fantastic job. So kudos to you for uh, for all the hard work on that. And, you know, we got a chance to see a little professional hockey, which is kind of cool, huh? Yeah, I was uh, I was itching to get back into the game. So uh, it was really nice to, to get down to the Coyotes Arena and watch them practice on Saturday. It was it was a real treat. I was very happy. And you told me you thought you might have a little rust behind the camera lens, but uh, I saw the photos. There ain't no rust there, pal. It's, uh, <laughs> it's looking really good. You did a nice job getting some really good shots for us. As you know, the Coyotes and the Golden Knights, both of our uh, NHL teams, are uh, going to be heading up to Edmonton here next, uh, next weekend, I guess, and preparing for uh, life within the bubble of Edmonton and uh, preparing for the NHL playoffs. Our special guest tonight's not too far from Edmonton. He's uh, in Canada, I think, tonight. So uh, it's going to be fun to uh, to have him on and, and talk a little bit. I think he's got some news for us too, Zach. That he's going to break in a little bit. But first things first, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the playoffs coming up, and then we'll bring our special guest on here in about five minutes. Yeah, sounds good. No, it's uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot of movement on the ice with the Coyotes from. I mean, at least my perspective, but um, they're looking good. I think it's going to be a really good playoffs. And, I mean, you've been saying it all along, and um, it, it's going to be the best playoffs I think we've ever seen. Totally agree with you. I've been saying that. It's a, it's the first time we're ever going to see, and maybe the only time, knock on wood anyway, that we will ever see all the teams as healthy as possible coming off of quote-unquote training camp and right into uh, – to the playoffs, it's going to be unique. It's also going to be unique in the fact there will be no fans. Uh, one thing that I learned this past weekend when I was at the uh, Arizona Coyotes training camp was the announcers are going to be like baseball. They're going to be here and watching the game on the big screen at Gila River Arena in their broadcast booth and calling the game that way, which I think is uh, very innovative, but uh, I get it. I mean, if you if you travel into Canada from the United States, you're going to have to quarantine for 14 days, and we all know that's not a lot of fun, So, uh, <laughs> and it can be very expensive. True. Yeah, I told you, though, if you want to send me up there, and uh, I'll, I'll do that for uh, no problem. I'll quarantine to get all the hockey I can get. But, um, yeah, at least, at, least, at least they're making that um, – uh that stride right trying to get the uh the announcers and then the typical tv personalities uh in tuned with it and um i i it's it's frustrating but also the same fact is that you know you can make a mountain out of a molehill let's just we'll we'll get over this one and we get the announcers all settle in the players we play some hockey and it's all good yeah exactly and uh, everybody's watching closely uh our uh our partner, our co-host, uh, Paul Hornstein, sent me a message today, and he said he heard the NHL had only had three players test positive for COVID yep. after the first week of training, which is really remarkable. That tells you just how much they're doing to uh, to make sure that everybody's safe in their environment. And, you know, I, it was a very smart choice to choose Edmonton and to choose uh, Toronto, I think, because, uh, quite frankly, the U.S. hasn't done a really good job of uh, – 
handling handling COVID-19. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Let's take a quick break, Zach. Let's hear from a couple of our partners, and then we'll come back with our very special guest. We used to call him the Sun Devil. Now we call him a former Sun Devil. And when he comes back after the commercial break, he's going to be a professional player. We'll let Tyler Bush tell us what's going on next in a couple of minutes. Sounds good. Looking for your next car? Head out to 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix and stop in at Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant. Come in and check out our great deals on the remaining 2020 Fords, as well as the new 2021 models just arriving, like the new E450 pickup truck during our summer outdoor and SUV sale. Voted the number one Ford dealer in Arizona by Ranking Arizona, we will do what it takes to make your car buying experience safe and convenient. Shop online at bellford.com. We'll bring everything to you on your schedule. Schedule a test drive. Need a repair? We'll come pick up your vehicle and bring it back to you. Our sales and service professionals are ready to help in any way to make sure you are happy and satisfied. Go online to bellford.com or call us at 602-866-1776 and let us show you why we've been the dealership that keeps Shane Doan coming back year after year. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. All right, we're back. A, uh, another episode of Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy, Zach Bondurant with you uh, live from Arizona. And I think we have our former Sun Devil captain and soon-to-be professional hockey player with us, Tyler Bush. Scott and Zach with you. How are you this evening? Hey, can you guys hear me? Absolutely. You sound great. Hey, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. We're doing well. Now, now, let me get this straight. Did you just drive from Arizona to... Uh, to Canada recently? Yeah, yeah I did. I, uh, <laughs> I've been on the road pretty much all day for the past couple of days, and uh, I left Saturday morning and, and ended up getting here uh, last night around 6 or 7 o'clock, so uh, it's nice to be home, but it's, it was a long couple of days for sure. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, because we certainly appreciate it. Um, I'm going to start right off, and then Zach and I will kind of alternate questions with you, Tyler, but give us the news, if you can, about what's going on with your future. Uh, yeah, actually, it was just this past week I decided to sign a contract with uh, Cincinnati Cyclones of the East Coast Hockey League and um, really excited for the, that new opportunity and, and being able to join their team. And uh, obviously don't know when the season's going to start yet, but but hopefully uh, hopefully they can figure it out and get me down there soon. All right, so tell us the process on how that all came about. We know uh, the NHL, we know the AHL, we know the ECHL, but 
how, how did that all come about for you? And, and how did uh, Cincinnati become the team for you? Uh, yeah, just kind of since the season's ended, I guess, just basically taking phone calls to, to some teams that have reached out and um, kind of sat back and, and took some time to make a decision on what team I thought, you know, fit me best. And, and I think I found that with Cincinnati. I've uh, had some really good conversations with their coach and, and think that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a really good city and a, and a good hockey city and, and somewhere I can, you know, see myself enjoying myself. And uh, I'm really excited to, to take the next step and, and start my professional career. So, um, yeah, just excited to get down there and uh, ready for the challenge. Cool. And congratulations, Tyra. That, that's awesome news. We're really Thank excited you. to hear that. Um, what, what were kind of the, the big things that drew you to Cincinnati? I know you said the, the city and, and uh, talking with the coaches, but what were, the, what were some of the things that you thought, man, this is a place that I could play and this is a place where I could start my professional career? Yeah, I think for, first off, uh, the, the past couple of years, I've been right at the top of the standing. So obviously, you know, they have, they have a good team there and, and they've done a good job at, um, you know, building a team that, that's uh, consistently, you know, successful. And, um, and I think that ever since the, the head coach has been there, they've been doing really well. So um, I, I've had, like I said, some really good conversations with him. And, and um, I think it's just a great opportunity to, to go and play for a team that, that you know, hopefully can, can keep competing at a high level and, and winning hockey games. And um, obviously the city, I think, is, uh, you know, something that drew me there too. I think uh, the rink is right downtown next to the, the MLB stadium and NFL stadium. So it's a, a pretty cool environment and I'm excited to get down there and check it out. Okay, so let's step back a minute because uh, we all know you here in the desert southwest for what you brought to Arizona State University. And, you know, every time I have to look just to to see these numbers because they blow me away, right? Uh, you played four years here. You wore the C for two years. Um, but when I look at the games played, uh, Tyler, you played 32, 29, 34, 36. I, man, oh, man, that's Iron Man status right there. And what I'm really most impressed with is uh, when I look at your plus minus, I'm seeing minus eight, minus five, minus one, plus 15. Tell me about your career at Arizona State, if you can kind of capitalize it and summarize it for us. Yeah, I think that, um, I, you know, especially the plus minus numbers, I think attribute more to, to the team and, and our success we had as a team. I think they got better as a, as I went on my career at, a, at ASU. And I think, you know, that's kind of the same thing. Our team, I think every year I was there, we improved. And um, I really enjoyed my time there. And, um, you know, as, as far as numbers go, it's, um, you know, it's all about winning and stuff like that. And, and you know, the fact that we were able to, to learn how to win and, and go through those first two years and, um, you know, basically just learn and then uh, to turn it into success the, the last two years, it was uh, something that was really cool to be a part of. Yeah, definitely. And every year you were there, there was there was absolute success to be had. And, and that was a big part of, of your contribution to it as well. Um, what's something that uh, you think you'll be able to carry from ASU on with you into the next level that will help you uh, to grow even more? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of, you know, skills that I learned off the ice as far as taking care of your body and, and how important that can be even you know, stuff as simple as nutrition and sleep and stuff like that. I think that, um, you know, my idea of taking care of your body, I think took a huge step, uh, throughout my four years. And, and it's something that I've definitely taken more seriously, uh, over the last couple of years. So, 
I think that's something I can really take and move forward. And uh, obviously, as, as a hockey player, I've, I've learned a ton from our coaches at, at ASU. And uh, more importantly, you know, from our teammates, just, you know, learning more on, on how to win and how to lead by example and, and all that stuff. So, um, like I said, I'm looking forward to, to moving on, but also I'm going to take a lot that, uh, that I learned with me. So I talked about Arizona State and I talked a little bit about Cincinnati, but let's take a couple more steps back. When we look at, at, at you growing up playing hockey, Lloyd Minster, BC, correct? Uh, Alberta. Alberta. I'm sorry. Yeah. I tried to no, put you in another province. I don't, I'll do, I won't do that again. Uh, and then, of course, Spruce Grove. And we all know Spruce Grove because uh, the support you got there. But talk to us a little bit about that growing up stage and, and how you learned the game and, and really fell in love with it. Because I know Spruce Grove is very, very competitive and very successful, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They've, they've had a, a great history. And, um, you know, my time there, we were we were in the finals all year, the, um, you know, the first two years we won. And then the, the second or the third year, my last year there, we, we lost in the finals to Brooks. So um, that's a great program there. And, um, you know, just growing up in Lloyd, it's a, it's a great hockey town. Um, you know, it's kind of what everyone does in the winters and um, long seasons and, and cold weather here. But, um, you know, a little bonus to that probably is having be able to go out to the, to the outdoor rinks and then skate on the pond and stuff like that. So it was just, what me and my friends always did growing up and, and kind of what everyone, you know, just kind of grew up into in, in a hockey town like this. Gotcha. So, and you had said Cincinnati's kind of got that uh, hockey town feel to you. Um, and I, I, what, what's, what's something that you look forward to as your time there having, uh, having going to be able to play whenever we get started playing, what was something that you're most excited about for, Cincinnati yeah I think that um I think they're from what I hear they're a pretty big sports city and and um you know the Cyclones are really the only hockey team um in in the city of Cincinnati that you know plays at that kind of level so um I think they do really well for fans and, and they have a really nice facility so obviously just not being able to be there in person yet I'm excited to just go down and and see all the all the um, facilities and the setup they got there and then also just you know just to be in that environment and see what it's like um, it, I'm sure it'll be a little bit different than uh, than being in Arizona and, and that kind of hockey market but um, like I said just excited for something new gotcha yeah we know it'll be a little bit colder so <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah okay. something I'm something I'm used to uh, I guess go back to, to before my time in Arizona but uh, We'll see how I handle it. I think I've I've grown a little grown a little weak to the uh, to the cold weather. So we all have. Wait till you get old, then it'll be really beneficial to be down here in Arizona. But um, let's let's touch uh, let, let's touch a little bit about the way this this crazy season ended for you guys. You guys were on such a roll, and you were playing so well, and you really had high aspirations uh, to do things. and And I talked to you. I think we had you on right after or right at the time that, that COVID-19 was beginning here in the States anyway. Um, talk to me a little bit about how, how the process has been over the last four or five months to kind of get over that. Yeah, to be honest with you, it's been really weird. I think that um, it's something that no one could have predicted to happen. And, and you know, just it being my last year, the way it, the way it ended, it, it, you know, it's it really, I don't think, has set in with me yet. I think that... Um, it, it was tough just not being able to 
to really properly say bye to anyone or, or go out on a, on a good note. And um, even graduation was canceled and everything like that. So it was obviously a, a pretty weird time and, and something that still, I think, hasn't really set in with me. But, um, you know, just looking back, I'm just trying to be thankful for, for all the time I had there. And, um, you know, I had three and almost almost four years that, that were, you know, nothing but good memories. So um, I'm really thankful for my time there. And obviously, I just wish it could end ended a little bit differently. Yeah, and Coach Powers had said that uh, he's definitely going to have you guys back uh, when they win a national championship. And, and uh, we know that this year would have been a, a massive run for you guys. Um, but with that being said, what's something that you uh, that you were doing in the offseason, kind of stay fit? Because um, I like going to the gym, but all the gyms were closed. So what's something that you were able to do uh, to stay fit and keep that form for hockey when you can step back into it? Yeah, it's, it's been different. I guess I've, I've just done a lot more stuff, um, you know, without weights. I've just done bodywork stuff at home. And, um, you know, Leanne did a good job with, I know, everyone on the team just um, being there for anyone that, that needed her. And she was there to, to help anyone out with any questions or, or um, you know, ideas on stuff they can do and, and work on. Um, so I, I know I did a lot of running outside. And, um, you know, I'm excited to be back home because it won't be as hot and, and running outside, dude. It was getting pretty hot down there. So um, just <laughs> trying to, trying to I guess, do as much to stay out um, in shape off the ice. I got a net in, in the backyard here so I can shoot some pucks and work on stuff like that. But uh, obviously a little bit different, but I think most guys are adjusting pretty well. And were you – you were in Arizona during that time of – of that kind of lull where everything was closed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. Okay. Okay. So, so Tyler, uh, I lobbied Coach Powers and everybody at ASU to uh, just put a hold on you guys, your senior class's numbers, because I thought it's way too early to give those out. But there's so many good players coming in right now, and I don't know if you've kept up with it, but there's some guys getting numbers. Like I think ten is already taken. I think twenty eight's already taken. And uh, I told those new guys kind of in a tweet, I said, you guys have some big skates to fill. How excited are you to see if those guys can fill your skates? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I only had three goals last year, so hopefully there's a few more left in the jersey. <laughs> but, uh, we'll, we'll see. No, I'm excited to, to keep tabs on them and, and uh, you know, see the program keep moving forward. I think that um, I think they did a, a tremendous job again of bringing in a good recruiting class, and I think that's something that's – you know, gotten better every year, and I'm, I'm sure it's been easier for them to recruit, and, and they're doing a great job of, of getting in good guys. So um, excited to, to you know, keep keep in touch with guys that I've played with and, and just, you know, cheer them on and, and hope for the best for them. So my follow-up uh, quickly to that is, do we have any more Spruce Grove Saints that are going to be headed their way to, uh, to Arizona State? Anybody in the works right now? <laughs> they better hope so. I, mean, I think Gorley's the last guy standing right now, so – uh, they might have to go back to the uh, old reliable there and see if they can get some more uh, uh, diamonds in the rough, we'll say. <laughs> and, uh, and you had said that, uh, you know, your senior year, that was, that was something that you really enjoyed. Um, we, were, we were all there definitely for a senior night. Um, having your parents there, uh, I don't know how many games they were able to come and see you, but what was that like uh, having them there in the stands for senior night? Um, I'm sure they were at many games, but those are the only ones that I would know of. 
Yeah, it was awesome. It's obviously nice to see them anytime I could. And um, they would try to come down at least once or twice a year or so. Um, I think that was their second time down um, last year. And um, just to have them there and, and kind of share that moment with them. They've done so much to, to get me to that point and sacrifice so much. So um, glad that we were able to share that moment there on the ice. And obviously it was a big weekend uh, for our team getting a couple wins and um, something that I'll, I'll never forget. Tyler, wearing the C is something you've done a couple of times at Spruce Grove and, and at Arizona State. And uh, for everybody listening out there, maybe they're an aspiring hockey player that wants to get to the level that you're at. Tell them how important it is to have that character and, and that drive and that desire to wear a C. Because I know that means a lot to Coach Powers. He, he looks at that more than probably anything else. Yeah, I think that it's something that I've kind of just learned from from guys that I've played with in the past. I've, you know, I was lucky enough, especially in Spruce Grove, to to play under some really good captains, and um, and even you know my first couple of years at Arizona State, Dylan Holman was a tremendous leader for our team, and um, you know I think just when you can identify guys like that, especially at a young age, um, and just kind of to learn from them and, and watch them and, and kind of see what kinds of things they do to to help lead and. And, um, you know, kind of characteristics you can pick from them, I think, is kind of what I did and, and something that, uh, you know, I would urge young kids to do. And, and you know, it's something that's, that's hard to kind of explain, but, but almost easier to just um, learn by, by watching someone and, and, you know, kind of trying to model yourself after them. So I've been lucky to, to be, uh, be teammates with a lot of great, great captains and great leaders in the past. And you had talked about uh, Dylan Holman uh, being a captain as well. Uh, and it looks like you guys were, were captains at Spruce Grove for the same season or was that different seasons? Uh, so my first, my rookie year in Spruce Grove, he was there. That was his final year there. And, and he was an assistant captain that year, I believe. So like I said, okay. he, he was one of the guys I even I even learned from my first year of junior and, and a kid I looked up to and, and, you know, was awesome to me as a rookie. He kind of, um, you know, it took time to show me the ropes and, and obviously that's a pretty, uh, tough time for a kid. And, and obviously my first time living away from home and stuff. So anytime you can, um, you know, play with guys who are, who have those leadership qualities, I think, you know, it was a big help for me. And then how was, was Dylan coming to ASU? Was that, uh, a part of that decision-making factor, knowing that you had somebody that you knew and that were on the same team and somebody that you 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 knew you could continue to learn from yeah yeah it helped I know I was I was talking to him before I committed and when I was getting recruited there he was a guy that I reached out to and asked questions and um when I came down on my official visit I, I actually stayed with him in his dorm too so um he yeah he was a he was a big part of me going there and and obviously um it was right at the start of the the program and and he spoke highly of it and he was a guy that I trusted and and obviously I think that um you know, I glad I, I'm glad I listened to him and and was be, was able to play with him for a couple more years down there. Tyler, we've seen the the growth on the ice of the Arizona State program, but talk to us a little bit about off the ice and on campus and how it's uh you know there's a little bit of Twitter stuff going on right now because uh, John Rom, the golfer, just uh, became number one in the world, and of course we know James Harden, and we know. Uh, um, the big fella torque uh, on the baseball squad being the uh, first overall draft pick. But a lot of hockey people down here were going like, ho, 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 not so fast. Uh, Arizona State's producing some hockey players too. So how has that all happened? And you kind of were 
immersed in it for four years. What's it all been like from your freshman year to your senior year in growth on and off the ice? Yeah, I think that's that's something that's actually cool to see. I know my first couple of years, you know, I don't think anyone would have even questioned that uh, any tweet like that with with leaving out hockey. So the fact that people are are even questioning that and, and throwing our name in there, I think is something cool. And and it just you know goes to show that um, that hockey hockey is growing a ton there, and, and people are starting to to kind of take notice more and uh, and are able to follow it. So um, I think that I felt a big uh, big change in and just support and, uh, and following from around campus and, um, you know, just from, from my first year to, to my senior year. So it was cool to see. And no doubt you'll have that support from the fans in, in Cincinnati. And I think as soon as they see what type of player you are, you're going to immediately become a fan favorite. Um, so with that style of game that you play, what, what type of style do you think will attribute to the next level? Cause, uh, I, I mean, I personally, I, you seem to be a person that'll grind it out. You're always at the right place at the right time, in front of the net, fighting it out. Uh, do you agree with that? And then how do you think that'll attribute to the next level? Yeah, I think that's that's kind of spot on. I think I pride myself in, in playing hard and, and being tough to play against. And and I think that's something that I can bring to the next level and, and something I'm looking forward to. And um, I think it's going to be a challenge getting used to the, the speed of pro. And I, I'm sure the style of play is a little bit different. And um, you know, and I'm excited. I think I'll be able to, to maybe play a little bit more physical and, and, um, you know, a little bit harder at times compared to, to the college level. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's also a long season. And, um, I think, you know, we're going to end up playing almost double the amount of games that I'm used to playing in a year. So, um, that's also something I'm looking forward to and, and, uh, getting to see, see how it all, uh, unfolds. Okay. So, like everything else, it's been put on hold, hockey and everything else with the, with the COVID-19 stuff. But we're close now to seeing NHL hockey back. Um, my co-host on College Hockey Southwest Weekly on Tuesday nights always likes to ask this question. As an athlete, are you caught up in your game and, and when you're away from the rink, you want to watch as much as you can? Or are you one of those guys that, you know what, I worry about myself and my game and that's it? So are you going to be watching the NHL games like uh, the rest of us or are you going to take a little time off and – and just focus on what you do. Oh, no, I'll be watching for sure. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of watching any kind of sport, and um, that's something that I've, you know, probably missed the most over this is, you know, just being able to watch games in the evening and, um, you know, whether it's hockey or football or basketball or whatever, it's just I, I miss watching uh, live competition and I'm excited to, to see it uh, fire up again. I know it'll be weird with without fans and stuff like that. It might be time to get used to, but – um, you know, I'm kind of ready to watch any kind of competition right now. I think that's the same with all of us. Uh, who's your team as uh, as pro? Uh, I've always been an Oilers fan growing up. Actually, um, I was watching on TV today. They got the the old uh, replays of the 06 Cup run uh, to playing on uh, TV here. So um, <laughs> I've been watching old uh, old playoff tapes of the Oilers and and kind of getting excited to see them again. So hopefully, they can go on a run. You know, Tyler, I don't know if you heard in the open, but uh, we were talking about, and I've said this for uh, the last three or four months, I've said when this season restarts again and it starts in the playoff mode, I think we're going to see some of the best hockey, if not the best NHL hockey we've ever seen, strictly from the standpoint that that the guys are pretty much as healthy as they can get and they're uh, 
they're really itching to get back on the ice. I mean, we were down at Coyotes practice this weekend, and and the guys seem like they have a new fire, a new jump. As an athlete, uh, can you imagine what that would be like to just go from uh, start of your your training camp and go right into playoffs? Yeah, I mean, it'd be crazy. I'm I'm sure that um, you know it's it's different for those guys, and it might you know I, I have a feeling it might start a little slow and then be a little weird and. Um, you know, there's so much at the, at, at stake and so much on the line, um, playing for the cup. And I know the first couple of series are even shorter. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see how it goes. And, and like you said, with everyone healthy, it's kind of anybody's, anybody's playoffs this year. So, um, we'll see how it goes. I think there's a lot of unknowns still. And, and, um, I don't think anyone's really gonna be able to make any kind of predictions until they see the first couple of the, couple of games. For sure, and uh, if I'm if I'm right, I believe Cincinnati is part of the the Buffalo organization. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and do you, I mean, uh, do you think you'll be able? I mean, I I'm pretty sure you'll be able to. But I, as you grow, um, how, are you looking forward to making a difference in that in that organization and uh, and helping be a difference maker? Yeah, that's you know something that I've you know thought about, and I think that. You know, I'm excited to go to Cincinnati and, and you know, ho- hopefully help the team win there. And, and, you know, my goal at the end of the day is to, to get to the highest level, obviously. So um, not only will I be, you know, playing, you know, and, and helping the team win and, and looking towards, uh, you know, having team success, I'll always also, um, you know, be focused on, on having personal success and um, doing everything I can to, to make it to that next level. So um, I, I'm excited for the challenge and, um, looking forward to, to see how, seeing how it all happens. So while you're at Arizona State and while you were growing up, did you ever consider that ECHL might be the spot that you'll land for your first professional contract, or was that really not on the radar? Um, you know what, I think that, you know, maybe when I was younger, I thought that, you know, I just wanted to play at the highest level no matter what. And, um, you know, I was hoping, you know, after a couple of years that maybe I would be able to play in the American league out of college. And, and you know what, I just kind of figured that, um, you know, even kind of partway through this year, I figured that this might be the road that, that would be best for me and my only option really. So um, it's something that doesn't really bother me and, and something that I'm honestly pretty excited for. And I think that it'll make it worth it. If, you know, if I can move up and, and play at a higher level, I think it'll just make it that much more uh, more worth it and, and be rewarding, um, you know, starting kind of at the bottom and, and working my way up. Yeah, and you had said as the season went on, uh, you said the, the ECHL was looking like uh, the landing spot. Is that uh, conversations that you would have with the staff uh, or Coach Powers uh, to find out, okay, well, this is probably where I'm going to be. How do I be the best here so that I can – uh, improve and succeed at the next level. Yeah, I think I I probably realized it more once the season was was over, and um, you know, just based on teams that I th- was talking to, and um, you know, I was basically only ECHL teams that reached out to me, so I was mostly talking to them. So um, that's when I, you know, kind of realized that that's probably where I'd end up, and um, then I kind of started w- looking on, you know, which which team would be the best fit for me out of the ones that that reached out and. Um, and I think I, I made a good decision, and I'm excited for it. Okay, so we brought you on a little early, so we'll let you go a little early. But I, again, appreciate you coming on, especially after that long drive. So a couple of things I just want to ask you in my final question is, number one, um, 
what would you tell Arizona State fans right now on how you guys left the program? I know, but I think the fans need to know. And then number two is, you know, your dad and I have been trying to get together at a uh, regional tournament to have a beer one of these days, and we never get to do it. So can we meet in Cincinnati or something and, and maybe get this all done? Yeah, hopefully that works out. I know they've they've actually hosted the regional tournament there a couple of years, so I guess you never know, and that'd be cool to – if I'm there, be able to go watch and, you know, hopefully something like that works out down the road. But, um, yeah, I think as far as your first question goes, I think, um, you know, the way I left the program, I think, is is just growing so much. And, and I think the culture there that, that has kind of been laid out and established is, um, is you know, really strong and, and, you know, kind of based on winning. And, and I think that the group of guys there that, you know, lead that team are going to do a great job next year of, of continuing that culture and, and, you know, keep helping the the program grow um, every single year. So um, exciting time to, to be a Sun Devil fan for sure. All right, Zach, you got one final one for, uh, for Tyler before we let him go. Um, I, I don't know. He's given us a lot. The only thing I could say is I definitely I, I can appreciate that long drive because I've driven from Michigan to California. I don't know if it's any close to the distance, but definitely thank you for coming on. I know that uh, that driving take a lot out of you, so we appreciate it. All right, guys. Tyler, well, thanks for having me on. Tyler, I'll tell you one thing in closing. I know Zach is uh, – going to be working for us full-time here very soon and he'll probably show up on the, on the glass in Cincinnati so uh, don't don't be surprised if you see that photographer out there snapping pictures of you you can right, you can good. count on that if I'm in the area I'll be there <laughs> All right, Tyler Bush good. thanks so much for joining us uh, former Sun Devil captain uh, we've got a great trivia question tonight uh, before we let you go I want uh, Zach to read that question see if you know the answer to this uh, don't tell us, though, because we're waiting for somebody to win a prize pack. But here it comes. Zach's going to read it for you, and then we'll let you go. Okay. All right. So Tyler Bush ranks in what place all time in ASU Division One history in games played, career points, career goals, and career assists? That number is the same for all of them. Really? Uh, well, I definitely don't know the answer to that. Um, uh, that's interesting, though. That's a great stat. If, if it's true, that's that's a great stat. That's a pretty cool coincidence, but I'll have to, to keep listening to, uh, to see what the answer is. Now I'm curious. <laughs> All right, folks. That's our hashtag, Pucks on the Pod, trivia question presented by Summer Skates. Get on to our Twitter account, at IcetimeSW, with the uh, hashtag, Pucks on the Pod, and win yourself a prize pack. Tyler Bush, thanks again for joining us. Uh, safe travels wherever you end up uh, in the next couple of months, and hopefully we'll see you in Cincinnati or another ECHL city. And, again, congratulations. That's uh, always great to take the next step and play the game you love for some money. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, folks. That's Tyler Bush. Uh, Zach and I will be right back in just a minute to talk a little more Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly with you. M-Drive. One of my favorite memories is mountain biking with my dad. Barreling through the woods at full speed, bike tires bouncing off rocks. That was 25 years ago. What's crazy is today, at 60, dad still does that. You know, he really made M-Drive for himself. He wanted an everyday supplement that would fuel his drive. Yes, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone, but it's so much more. He built M-Drive to support the body, building strength and energy from the inside out. We take M-Drive every day to fuel our drive with more energy and more strength. 
I think it's amazing what dad built and amazing what he can still do today. In a lot of ways, he's still the guy from 25 years ago, and he's not slowing down. Listen, we'd love for you to try M-Drive, too. It's available at Walgreens, Walmart, GNC, Vitamin Shop, or visit mdriveformen.com, and we'll give you 20% off your first purchase. Just use the code DRIVE at checkout. Don't let your age beat you. You find your problem with M-Drive. Behind the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community. Offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, Long Island iced teas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best taste in tequila, then Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine is the brand for you. The award-winning Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine, award-winning taste since 2011. All right, we're back. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, Scott Strandy in Scottsdale, Arizona. Zach Bondurant joining me from beautiful Chandler, Arizona, where today, Zach, we were uh, like in the low 100s. It's just really kind of cool for July to have that. And monsoon storms are firing up around us, so maybe we'll get a little bit of that. But um, it's hockey season almost. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're getting closer and closer every day, which is good to hear. Um and yeah, like I think you had alluded to it before. Paul had said there was like only three cases, uh, which is a really good sign. So um, every day we inch closer, and um, I think the players are getting real antsy to get into the games. Okay, I mentioned earlier that we were out to uh, to see the Arizona Coyotes. I'm going to be on my way up to uh, Vegas to uh, catch the Golden Knights here in a day or two. And uh, both of those teams are preparing – to, to go into a playoff mode. And, and it's different, though, because the Coyotes are going to jump right into to game action after uh, an exhibition game, and then the Golden Knights are going to play a little round robin to see their seating. Not to say they're not important, but uh, if the Coyotes don't start fast, it's uh, it could be eliminated in as quick as three games, and we all don't want to see that. So just your thoughts on, first of all, the Coyotes. What do they have to do, in your estimation, to uh, – to start fast and complete the task. Well, um, I mean, seeing the practice on Saturday, they really were, they, they were, they were trying to get to game speed. Um, Coach Tippett had them running a, a lot of drills. 
uh, three on uh, threes. Coach Talkett, you're not talking about Edmonton. Talk it. <laughs> oh, boy. That's you okay. I've said that a million times as well. <laughs> Talkett, same thing, but Talkett. Yeah. That's right. Sorry. Um, yeah, he had him running really good drills, uh, three on threes and five on five. So they're trying to get that that game pace to, to get out uh, in front of Nashville. Um, I think it's really going to come down to the to the third and fourth line and goaltending. Um, they, they were working a lot in front of the net, being physical, and uh, Antiranta got a lot of reps in practice on Saturday. So it's only one practice, and granted I haven't seen uh, all of them, but if that has anything uh, uh, to allude to in the future – it looks like Ranta could be getting the start, and that might be a really good choice. So he was looking really good, and um, as long as they get out and those top lines produce and the, the third and fourth line can grind them down, I think they're really going to gonna be able to get in front of Nashville and take that series. You know, anytime you play a hockey game, much less a playoff game, you always start in goal, right? You want your goaltenders to be as sharp as possible, and I think the Coyotes have two now that are healthy and we know they're very talented. It's a matter of how quickly they can get into playoff game form. But you also look at special teams, and that's one of the things that the Coyotes have worked a lot on. I know they uh, they were trying to improve their goal scoring. They'd like to increase their goals by maybe a goal a game uh, to, to produce a little more offense. But special teams is so important. And uh, we just had Tyler Bush on, who might be one of the best penalty killers in, in all of NCAA hockey when he left as by his uh, his uh, plus minus of a f- plus 15 when you're doing penalty killing, that's not easy to do because you're also going to be doing your regular shift and you get a little tired if you're doing those shifts as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I had no idea the plus 15. Geez, that's that's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, that's they were working a lot on uh, on special teams on Saturday, um, and yeah, that's I, that's. I personally think that's going to be the key is special teams and probably your fourth line um, to just have all your tools just hitting on all cylinders is going to be very key, at least for, for the first part of the playoffs. After that, uh, then I think that's when the whole team, uh, you'll see a full Stanley Cup team, and it'll probably reveal itself as to, to who might be uh, in top running when we get uh, get past the first round. But, um, yeah, it's it's going to everybody's got to be on their game. Um, as as they would for any playoffs, not just for this circumstance. Okay, so that's the Coyotes side of things. As I said, the, the Golden Knights have a little bit different road um, to Edmonton, if you will. Uh, they're all going to be up there in their hotels and, and quarantined and basically just going from there to the rink and back and forth. But um, the Golden Knights have to play round robin. I know you're a big Avalanche fan, so uh, the Avalanche are included in that. The uh, Golden Knights, uh, Dallas, and St. Louis, correct? Yep, that's that's the four that they'll have that little mini tournament in the in, in the West at least. Okay, so so your estimation right now, when you look at that, if you're going to predict, how important is one, two, three, and four for those guys? Um, I don't know. I mean, you're not playing for for home advantage, so that uh, that might play into it. But for the same um, for the same reason, you got to go out and you have to produce in those games. You have to make sure, okay, 
you know, this is a perfect opportunity to practice your game speed. So I don't necessarily know if it's the seating that's going to be uh, as important as will the adjustments based on uh, the teams you've played. And you're playing the top three other teams in your conference. So you're going to you're going to find out very quickly how to measure yourself against the other teams coming in who have played uh, possibly more games than you. You're only going to play three or maybe four. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but these guys could be playing five, so they may have a game on you, uh, and they that just is more things they can adjust and get better on. Yeah, exactly. And uh, just a couple of things that we're going to throw out. I want you to uh, take just a couple of minutes and talk about your great work that you've done on the website because, people, if you haven't been to IcetimeHockeySW.com recently, get there. Um, Zach's going to give a little insight as to how he put it together and why he did what he did because it's uh, it's looking really good. I know we're still working uh, a few of the bugs out, but, but just tell us about the website and, and how happy you are with uh, the results that we're seeing so far. Well, I'll tell you this. It's uh, not that I don't like working on it, but man, I will be happy when it's done. Um, um, so, <laughs> so, uh, so you can go to the website and um, you're going to be able to get every team that we cover, any information, blogs, video, gallery Im- of images um, for both men and women's. Uh, you'll be able to find uh, each division that we cover is NCAA, professional, which is NHL, AHL, and then uh, ACHA. Um, so you'll be able to go there and get all your uh, your fixings for your hockey in the desert southwest. You're going to have a, a podcast page where you'll be able to catch up on the, la- the five latest podcasts that have been put out. Um, and then, like I said, you have a gallery uh, where you'll see uh, NCAA, professional, ACHA, and then women's. And uh, since we were able to attend the the women's professional exhibition with the Coyote alumni, you'll be able to see those pictures there as well. Um, a little bit about us, contact information. So uh, you'll be able to go to this website and get everything you need for the desert, uh, for hockey in the desert Southwest. And, uh, it's close. It's really close and we're inching closer every day. And like I said, I, I, it's not that I don't enjoy working on it, but I'll be happy when it's in maintenance mode, not build mode. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And one of the things that the last thing that'll go up because it is the most difficult is our shop. Uh, you're going to be able to go there and shop for some uh, summer skates and some different items that we'll have on there. Um, we're working on that as well to get that up and running, but, now it's my turn. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about a special thing that I challenged uh, all of our staff here to get on, and uh, we're calling it Welcome Back to Hockey 2020. We're going to do um, nine mini-podcasts, if you will, starting August 1st to August 9th. Um, we're going to do a little round table, so everybody's going to jump on and do some different things on different nights, but we're going to kind of recap the, uh, the qualifying round of the NHL playoffs. So, if you've missed out on uh, NHL hockey and you want to catch up, uh, we'll try to recap the day's events for you. 6 p.m. Pacific time, uh, starting August 1st and rolling right through until August 9th. And then, uh, as you all know, and I know Zach's been chomping at the biz- bit at this more than probably the games itself, is what happens uh, on the 10th? Is it August 10th? Is that the day we're going to have that, uh, that final draft lottery? 
I believe so, and yeah, you're right. I mean, there's, there's. I love going to games and taking photos, but probably my favorite part of hockey is, is the business side with the draft. Um, and yeah, I believe it is the tenth. Um, if you go to our social media page, those fans that are listening, um, I'm going to turn on my little announcer <laughs> voice here. Uh, let's see, we have a schedule, and I will confirm that. Um, while, while you're confirming, I'll continue to tell people that, that we will use uh, uh, all of our resources here. We'll have different people on. Paul will be on, Seth, Steve, and Zach and I, and we'll be uh, rotating through. We can't do every podcast. I guess I'm going to, but, but we're going <laughs> to let everybody else rotate a little bit, and we'll try to keep up to date with the NHL hockey. Uh, if you haven't seen the uh, latest What Drives You from M Drive, great visit with Craig Morgan. Uh, that we got up this weekend, and then also the uh, latest Sunday special, which was uh, our little chat with our beat reporter, uh, Seth Askelson, as we were talking uh, Arizona Coyotes, and kind of recapped their first week and looked ahead to uh, when they depart for Edmonton here in about a week. So lots of good stuff coming. We're also going to do the same thing for the Vegas Golden Knights. I'll be up there to record something with our beat reporter up there, uh, Stephen Marsh, and we'll have that up next Sunday. And then... um, I'm hoping to put together a really good goalie comparison for Vegas and, and Arizona Coyotes because I think they might have, if not the two best goalie tandems, two of the best goalie tandems in the NHL. So we'll uh, hopefully get that up right before the game start. All right, yeah, you find what you're looking for? Yes, so August 10th is phase two of the NHL draft lottery, meaning that we will find out who gets that coveted top spot. Um, and then October 9th and October 10th, just in time for my birthday, we will have the NHL draft. Oh, how good will that be? And then right after that, we're going to jump right into training camp again in, in November. And August or uh, December 1st, we're looking at starting up the next season. So uh, if you're a hockey fan, there's no better time to, uh, to keep your eyes on the TV and on the ice rinks near you because – NHL, and then, of course, AHL is going to kick in, and, and Tyler playing for the ECHL. We're not really sure when their season will start. It could be a little different, um, but we'll find that out for you. And then we're still waiting on NCAA hockey, too. We don't know exactly what's going to happen with the Sun Devils, but um, if there is a season, they will play it. Yeah, and if anybody knows how to clone somebody, please let me know because I want to be at every <laughs> single game on this planet. I am so hockey-hungry. It's unbelievable. Well, if you haven't seen Zach's work, get to the gallery pages, folks, because they're fantastic. And and watch all this week on our social media. We're going to be uh, throwing out some special shots that he got. Uh, We're going to start with the Coyotes, and then we'll lean into some other players. But um, really exciting stuff. So I'm excited for that. Everybody's excited to win a prize pack from Summer Skates. So repeat that question one more time that we stumped our guest Tyler Bush with tonight. Yeah, that, I asked uh, Steam Pashnuk one earlier in this in the podcast a few <laughs> he weeks ago. He knew it, though, didn't he? Knew, <laughs> he knew right away. So I was like, well, Bush is probably going to know this one. But he didn't. So we'll see if one of our listeners can get this. But uh, So with our subject, it was Tyler Bush, and he ranks in what place all time in ASU Division One history for games played, career points, career goals, and career assists. And he is in the same place in all four of those categories. Wow. That, that's 
that's remarkable when you think about that. It really is. I mentioned his Iron Man status. Uh, I'll just repeat this again because I don't think people know how difficult this is at college hockey at the NCAA level, but 32 games played his freshman year, 29 his sophomore year, 34 his junior year, and 36 his senior year. And he saw a plus-minus differential change from minus 8 as a freshman to minus 5 as a sophomore, minus 1 as a junior, and plus 15 as a senior. So, I mean, I hate to keep going back to this, Zach, but if there had been an opportunity for them to play in the uh, national tournament this year, in the, uh, uh, I just I keep shaking my head because I just don't know uh, what would have happened. But I think this team was special, and I think this team coming in this year is going to be even more special. So let's cross our fingers for hockey. Yeah, definitely. And uh, like you had said, uh, I think it was Manicelli. Um, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but he he was able to choose number 10. And um, I think he's really going to hold up that number pretty well. And, and Tyler said a, a really good example as to what a good player and what good character can uh, uh, that we like to see at ASU. So, um, yeah, I think this team coming in is going to is going to be really ready and I'm excited for him. But, yeah, let's let's one thing at a time. We'll get those pros playing and we'll we'll lead right into the college kids. And I did talk about it last Wednesday as well when I had uh, our ASU women's uh, coaches on. ASU is an innovator, right? They've come up with a, a great COVID test that's really being acclaimed as, uh, as something special. It's a saliva test. It turns around the results like within 48 to 72 hours. So uh, Arizona State knows what they're doing. Uh, they're preparing for everything. Dr. Crow has uh, done everything that he needs to do. Ray Anderson has got everything in line that way. And we all know Coach Powers has got everything online from his end. So if there's a, a way to get it done, they're going to get it done. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to let you do your read and tell us a little bit about our partners. And then we'll uh, do the trivia question one more time and we'll say goodnight. Sounds good. All right. We want to thank our partners for Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly and is brought to you by Belford, the presenting partner of the new season of Sunday Specials. The Arizona Ford Giant voted the best Ford dealer in Arizona by Arizona Business. Asked to see our friend Kevin Wood. Tell him Ice Time Hockey sent you. Cold beers and cheeseburgers. Between our long list of craft beers and fresh handcrafted made-to-order burgers, who knows how many times you can order the same thing and not have the same thing twice? By Oxyplow, Oxypow, clean your gear. Clean your skin with all our all-natural cleaning products at oxypow.com. Sprint, a brighter future for all. See Andre in Paradise Valley at Cactus and Tatum and let him find you the right deal. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Discover what we call barbecue, Las Vegas style. Call us at one 702 541-5546 or go to jessieraysbarbecue.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, it's all about the butt. Buy summer skates, shower shoes, koozies, and more. Show your game in comfort and style. Visit summerskates.com. Win your summer skates prize pack with the hashtag pucks on the pod. Behind the mask, where we will guarantee to match all authorized dealers' price. Go to behindthemask.com for details and see what's new for the upcoming season. By College Bar and Grill, call 1-480-588-6451 to pick up dinner on your way home. 
College Bar and Grill by ASU fans for ASU fans. Oceanside Ice Arena, home of the Devil's Hockey Shop for all your ASU hockey merchandise. Roger Klein Tequila. Go to MexicanMoonshine.com and find the award-winning taste for your style. Buy M-Drive. Go to MDriveformen.com. Use promo code ICETIMESW at checkout for 20% off. M-Drive for energy, stamina, and recovery. Buy Ice-Den Scottsdale and Chandler. Check our website for skating availability. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly and all our Ice Time Hockey Southwest podcasts are live every week on Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IceTimeHockeySouthwest.com network. All right, very well done. Let's get one more uh, crack in at the uh, the hashtag Pucks on the Pod trivia question presented by Summer Skates. Take it away with our special guest tonight, Tyler Bush, and great job incorporating him into the uh, the question. That, that's a good one. Perfect. I mean, yeah, it's, it seemed like the perfect fit to have him in and, and to make him the subject of the question. So once again, that question is, so Tyler Bush ranks in what place all time for ASU Division I hockey history in games played, career points, career goals, and career assists? All right, folks, you know how to do it. Go to at IceTimeSW on Twitter and uh, use the hashtag PucksOnThePod. Win yourself a prize pack from our friends at Summer Skates. Okay, that's another uh, episode wrapped up for you. Um, I do want to say once again, though, that uh, I'm really looking forward to our special nine-series short podcast that will be in addition to what we do Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday uh, tune in at uh, – we'll be live, as we always are on Podbean, but you'll be able to get those as well downloaded at uh, any one of our um, podcast sites if you want. Um, but here's the fun part about that, Zach, is we're going to be able to watch five to six games a, a day and recap them. So uh, I hope everybody's ready for hockey because by the, the 10th of August, we're probably going to be ready to uh, take at least a day break. Yeah, they're going to be sick of us, I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, next week, we'll be back on Monday. Uh, tomorrow night, of course, College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Wednesday night, we're going to have uh, our Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. So we got you covered uh, top to bottom. Get to the website, icetimehockeysw.com. Uh, take a look. Uh, give us some feedback. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and uh, we'll take it from there. So, my co-host, Zach Bondran, Chandler, Arizona. This is Scott Strandy in Scottsdale, Arizona, saying goodnight to a little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro. Mm-hmm.